are tuned into Yard Life, the podcast, where we spend time getting to know your favorite artists, DJs, and entertainers, how their yard life and roots have influenced their journey, and what drives their success. And now, your host, Andrew Stewart. Greetings and welcome to Yard Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Stewart. If you're a first-time listener, bless up and thank you for tuning in. And to all our returning listeners, welcome back. In this episode, up-and-coming artist Tafina joins us and shares how being born into a family of music has guided her to where she is today. Now, let's get to the conversation. Welcome, Tafina. Excited to have, you know, young artists on the program. So, you know, introduce yourself to the, the audience and tell us, you know, why music? Hi, everyone. I'm Tafina. I wear many hats or a few hats. I'm a singer. I'm a performer, producer, a songwriter. You know, I really love music. I chose music because it chose me first. Mm. First and foremost, it's a family thing. I came into the world of music. My mother, my father, my siblings, my aunts and uncles, everyone is artistic and in music in some way, shape or form. If they can't sing, they can't dance. If they can't dance, they can't write music. So, so some part of the business. Yeah, you know, yeah. And uh, it's, it spreads really far and wide in terms of my relatives. A lot of them are into music. And it's, it's very amazing to me when I find out more and more. About how everybody's involved. Yeah. So tell us about yep. you know, what was it like growing up in the business? Like with your entire, your immediate family in the business. Tell us what it was like growing up around music. It was very magical. I can say magical is one of the words. And also very normal. You could probably say I took it for granted from an innocent perspective. I was just a little girl um, where Miss Pam would play all type of music. She played classical, so the jazz, to the R&B, and, you know, she was one of my, my influences with the stuff I heard from her. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother was another one, my big brother, so I play all of the 90s kingdom, so I know what going Right. Well proper, you know, and then my, one of my other influences, I would say, is the radio, heavily, in particular Zip, when it, when it just came out, and it definitely helped to influence my ear for hip-hop. Mm-hmm. You know, aside from the cable stations like BET and stuff. And then when you talk about in-house with my mother, very direct inspirations with my mother because of my father. Not because of she. You don't think so she played music for me, but no, my father played my, he played the music. If it wasn't for him, I would have never known Pam Hall on the level that I do. And she didn't even understand, you know, but it was because of him. So I have to big him up for that. And then she would play a lot of Shade. She'd play a lot of Michael. And some of my direct influences were like Herbie Hancock mm-hmm. and uh, Spyro Gyro. And I do naturally, if I'm singing, some of the jazzy ad-libs from their music would just flow a lot. Right. So my influence, are, you know, and being in the studio, if you want to talk about being in the studio as well. I went to the studio with her a lot. Just this little munchkin running up and down. I went to mixing lab a lot. So I saw the setup and, and I'm seeing where it's coming from, the evolution. So that's what it was like. I got the 90s experience to a decent ex- extent for me. 
like you said, it's just a natural, it's just normal to you. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, you know, and I, it really and truly, I am now in my 20s and I hear people talk, when I meet somebody and it's like, it's their first time going into a studio. And I'm like, wow, I'm born in the studio. And right. it's so different because they, they're saying it like, you know, it's my first time, or I hear somebody say, it's my first time going to a stage show. And I'm like, wow, it's not the hype thing for me. And I'm just like, wow, I'm born at a stage show. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I can understand that because, like, you know, you talk about people going into a studio and they're like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, you know. Okay. <laughs> same way, same way. So, Tafina, take us through the early years. Schools you went to, what were you like as a child? You know, what, did, what were you successful at? What the challenges were? Okay, cool, cool. I started, I mean, what you want? Prep school, kindergarten? Yeah, from, from the grown up. <laughs> My first school was Forest Hill Prep. Yeah, you'd call that kindergarten level. And then I went to... Meadowbrook Church of Christ basic school, you know, um, my mother made me so far ahead where Spanish was concerned when it came on to my early beginnings, even with music and school and acting, I was in a, an, a sing and learn with me program that was produced by JC Lodge, mm-hmm. um, Errol O'Mealy, and I believe Mikey Bennett. He was heavily involved in that process as well. And, you know, me alongside JC's daughter and other children, we would do skits, very educational skits and just general skits. And so that's where my acting part came in. I started piano at the age of five. Apparently, uh, Miss Pam said, me want, she teach me, but she said, no, I'm ever going to be a professional. Mm-hmm. So at five, I started but she was so integral in my foundational aspect where uh, she teach me cards first and I never, ever forget them. Right. And right. you know, I was a firecracker full of energy up and down the place, play beer sports. I was a gymnast. I swam. I did netball. I played netball too, a little bit of netball. I didn't get into football the way I would have liked but, you know, I was pretty versatile. You know, some parents have them picked me at the one bag of activity, and I was one of them. So that was me. Um, what was my challenge? My biggest challenge was musical because I was so in love with music. I was extremely shy. It was like asking me if I like one boy. Mm-hmm. And so if daddy asks me if I like one of my sister, I tell him no. <laughs> I tell him no. Because I liked it. And it was very shy. It was so weird. Ask me. I felt naked if you asked me. So mm-hmm. it was, that was my challenge being, I wasn't shy with sports, but I was very shy with music. And, you know, just outspoken with that mm-hmm. and very closed in with the music. So. So why you want to be a singer? Why that direction? No. Why? You know, say I don't. It was always something. I just know something I gotta do. It was. I don't think it was a. You know, I want to be a singer. Mm-hmm. Something decided by fifteen. No, I just didn't know. Say it like happen. It was just a part of me. It was inevitable, and it was just something natural. I didn't have to say it. The only one thing I wasn't. I didn't realize was that I would be a producer. 
Right. I didn't realize I would go into producing. It was in my teens, my late teens, I really realized that, okay, I have a, I have a knack for making music. I like a feel to this or so. So I'm getting into that. But we just did always know somebody that sing. Okay. I mean, you're around it so much. Like, yeah. Kind of like, that's just I always the... knew. When I was 15, however, mom will always remind me. She said, it was when I was 15, I had told her that I was ready mm-hmm. to go on stage with her. So I started singing background vocals. I do remember that, but I don't remember telling her. But I do remember <laughs> going on stage more often and getting some serious stage fright mm. behind the scenes tripping over the wire just to get to the mic, feeling that that was the biggest failure of my life, terrified beyond belief, and uh, would shake. And I got used to it over time. And then eventually would have one or two parts as a lead vocalist and and was absolutely terrified. But I guess everything is our process. Everything is our growth. But that was when I really started to come out when I was 15. What was that like, you know, standing on stage in front of thousands of people? You know, what was that like? <laughs> it was terrifying. I thought the people were just looking at me like, what are you, what are idiot there? You know, I thought they were just like, that girl, yeah, idiot. She needs to come off of the stage. What she do with her life? Mm-hmm. That's how I felt. And once, I don't know if it was a festival or some show, and I am singing background vocals with someone else while my mother is doing the lead. And apparently some of my friends them from school did it. And made a trip over the wire. <laughs> and catch my fall same way. And when me done, and my friend them the backstage want to see me, I run from them and hide on a ball. No one, nobody talk to me. I'll be the worst way. Be the most way, me I tell you. So it was terrifying when I started. Fun in the, in the practicing behind the scenes. It was fun. Right. But when we go up on stage, a different thing. What you did to get over that? Like, what was the process to get you to where you are now? Continuous singing. Just doing it after a while, you realize, oh, it's not as scary as you thought. You don't, your voice don't shake as much as it used to. Um, you, I guess, reflect too. I reflect as an individual and decide I don't want to go on stage looking like that or feeling that way anymore as well. So it's conscious and, un- and unconscious, you mm. know? Oh, it's not that bad. Okay. So you just can't. Just deal with it and get over it kind of mentality. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what's, what projects are you working on as a producer and as a singer? And, you know, where, where do you see the outcome? That's a very good question. Um, as a producer, I'm working on my own music and I'm working on other people's music as well with other upcoming artists. One in particular, his name is Elad Gideon and he's coming out with music too. And, we, and me alongside another producer by the name of Doug Flanagan, we're working on music. And my music, we are working on many singles and, and um, also an EP to come soon. I, um, that's where I'm really, that's where I'm at really with my music and other people's music. What songs do you have out there right now that we can go and listen to? I currently have one single out. It's called Take On Myself. That one was produced by mom. So I do do work with her as well. And me and her have other work to come too. 
quite a few. I don't want to name too many names right now, you know, because right. it's a pretty long list. But she's one of them. She came, she, she was the one that introduced me to that single that came out last year. Um, I have another song that I am a feature on with an artist by the name of Lizzy. He's the grandson of Toots Hibbert, mm-hmm. right? It's called my God, Good Vibes. Mm-hmm. And then there's another song that I've featured on with an artist by the name of Dean Royal. So some of my songs or the songs I'm on are features and I have one single out with others on the way. Okay. And you say I was tech by myself. Yeah, tech by myself. I listened to it and I just wanted you to tell everybody what it was though, but I made sure to listen to it. Okay, what do you think? Is that right? Is yeah, that right? It's, it's, it's good. It have a All nice right. nice vibe to it. No, it's good. Yeah. So you go in the jazz route as well, or you you stick into like the roots reggae kind of vibe? Oh, I was never in just one lane because mm. right now music feels so good. You end up just take piece from different genres and just put them in one song as mm. well. And so it's quite a few inspirations. Um, as my songs are released, you'll hear more of my interpretation on how I feel about music. And I think then you'll get a better idea of what kind of artist I am. But I don't, um, it's not just roots, right? Reggae. Mm-hmm. It's quite more, not just like, reggae. Like a music infusion thing. Yeah. Some of it is going to be straight reggae, you know. Some right. of them can just be straight, the direct genre. But we can't help the fusion sometimes. It feels really good. Right, right. All right, so Tafina, tell the audience one thing you want everybody to know about you before we do the wrap-up. One thing I want you to know is that you'll get to know me more and more. I want you, but I just want you to forget to know me. Just know Tafina. This is me. This is my name. This is who I am. And as I release more music, uh, and as you see my face, as I appear, as I appear more, I want you to just get to know me. You understand? We are building our friendship. Right. Good That's stuff. It. Good stuff. Well, Tafina, how can we stay in touch with you? I am on Instagram. You, um, it's Tafina underscore Savone. That's T-A-F-I-N-A underscore S-A-V-O-N-E. All right. Good stuff. Well, Tafina, thank you for taking the time out. Thank really you. I appreciate, you know, I really, I, I like to be able to speak to new artists, you know, and get their input. And, you know, I've really enjoyed our conversation, your personality. If you can get that out in your songs, big yeah. career ahead of you. Big career. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me once again, Andrew. Bless up. Bless up take yourself. Yeah, man. Take care. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Yod Life, the podcast. Don't forget to check out our website at yodlife.com, where there are links for show notes, upcoming guests, and much, much more. Until next time, enough blessings. <laughs> <laughs>